Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Arts Unraveled. I am your host, Rachel Thomas. And hey, I didn't put an episode out last week. And my first my first thing today is to apologize. But also, like, I'm allowed to have a life. <laughs> I'm allowed to have things happen that, you know, hinder me from doing that. And I honestly don't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure I was either traveling or I had a really big audition. And I honestly don't remember which one. I don't even know what happened yesterday. Yeah, I don't even know what happened yesterday, let alone last Friday. So uh, apologies. I love you all and I'm sorry, but it is what it is. And if you just, if you miss the episode, I'm, I know some people like DM me and we're like, where's the Friday episode? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a human, but I'm only human and I bleed when I fall. What is that song? Only human, I crash and I break words in my hands. Heads. What is that song? If somebody knows a song, let me know because I'm not going to look it up. I'm lying in my bed right now. I'm lying in my bed because I'm tired and I have – this is one of my days off where I have literally n- – I lied. I had an audition. I, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I had an audition, but I didn't have to go to an audition today. So I did a self-tape and it was a commercial, so it was like one of those weird ones where you have to – um. You have to like laugh and then smile and then act like you're getting told something and then say your favorite thing about, you know, it's just – it's one of those ones where like you don't have a script you just have to like do actions which are the funniest like commercials like that crack me up and I did it and here we are so that's what was my point in even saying that you guys I'm so tired today oh yeah that's why I'm, in, I'm lying in bed right now and now that I've started the episode I have to go to the bathroom but I'm not gonna stop it so I'm, I'm just gonna have to go to the bathroom for the entirety of this episode <laughs> um okay <laughs> that was the first thing was to say I'm sorry and then the second thing was to tell you I'm lying in bed. And I never record my episodes in bed. I'm pulling an Emma Chamberlain. You know how she records her Anything Goes podcast in bed? That's me. Um, that's what I'm doing. I am Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, another update, uh, which you guys may have seen on my socials. I'm I'm auditioning for one of my dream shows and I want it so bad. And this is me manifesting it. I'm not trying to get attached. I'm not going to get attached. But this is me manifesting it. Um... So yeah, send me your good vibes, please. Um, prayers are appreciated. Good vibes are appreciated. Whatever it is you want to send, please just send it because I want this role so bad. I want it so bad. <sighs> okay. Now on to, you know what we're going to do today? So I have a topic. What's the topic? My topic is, um, oh, our topic today is we're talking about um, – Kind of like the real deal of the industry. Like here are things that you should know. Here are, the, here are the things that stink about the industry that you need to know. That really stink. Because I love talking about the fun things. I love sh- sharing my life on social media. About all the fun things about being an actor. But I'm going to tell you about some of the things that, that just suck. Okay. But before we do that, we're actually going to do the hot take of the week right now. Yeah. Are we going to do it right now? Yeah, let's do it right now. The hot take of the week has nothing to do with theater. <laughs> or acting. Or a performing artist. It just doesn't. Um, it's about astrology. And my hot take is, if you truly believe in astrology, I think, I think it's dumb. I think it is so dumb to believe that the time and the day in which you were born has anything to do with who you are as a person. And look, I think it's, I think there could be coincidences and it's fun to look into. And sometimes you're like, oh, that's a coincidence and I'm totally like that. That's great. Awesome. Love it. But there is no way that the time that your parents decided to, you know, have you 
has anything to do with determining your personality. Because then you're giving, you're saying that your personality has everything to do with the way the stars align in the sky. And like, I just don't agree with that at all. I think it has way to, way more to do with um, the way you were raised and who you were raised around and the decisions you made and the decisions you make about who you want to be. Not something that like has aligned in the stars, you know? Like I'm not giving my personality up and the person who I am and the way I act up to, you know, astrology. Like they did not, they, I'm giving, I'm giving the stars pronouns. <laughs> I'm personifying the stars. Um, did not, uh, did not determine who I am. I'm a positive, happy sunshine girl. And that's not because of the way the stars were aligned. Sorry, that's just not it. Um, okay, so I'm, I, and this is why, this is why I'm proving why that is the case. I'm a Gemini. And yeah, some of you just rolled your eyes. And I hate that. First of all, when I introduce myself and somebody asks me what's my sign, I, I'm like, I hate, hate, hate when people ask me this because I'm like, now you're going to judge me without knowing me based on the time and the day that I was born. And I hate that because when people hear Gemini, they go, oh, female Gemini. They roll their eyes. They think I'm like stuck up. And there's a stereotype that goes along with being a Gemini. And it's dumb. And it's really dumb. They're like, oh, you need attention or something like that. I don't really know what the stereotype is. I just know that people are like, ugh, ugh female Gemini and I'm like okay you're being rude I mean literally people have actually rolled their eyes or like backed off when they meet me for the first I'll introduce myself shake their hand and they say what's your sign and I say Gemini and they are immediately turned off and I'm like okay you're judgy that's a judgy thing to do and I think it's really rude to judge somebody based on their sign and that's 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 number one. That's my first argument about it is people judge me based on my sign. I think that's just an awful thing to do. I would never look at someone and be like, oh, you're a Leo? Okay, we can't be friends. Rude. That's rude. You're judging someone based on the time they were born. You're rude. Okay? Don't do that. Number one. Number two, me and my sister, Grace, were both born in June. We are both Geminis. Okay? I was born on June 7th. She was born on June 5th. We are a day apart, literally. And our personalities are nothing alike. Okay, we joke the exact same. We share a brain cell because we think the exact same. We both like singing. We're both into the performing arts. But the way we see the world and the way we choose to go about the world is so different. And you could ask her. She's like, she's. I'm way more empathetic. I'm way more um, happy-go-lucky, positive person. She's more pessimistic. But she also doesn't take crap from anybody. She's not, um, I was a pushover at one point in my life. She was never a pushover. Um, I'm not a pushover anymore. Um, but she is a little more sassy, has a lot more of an attitude, can be a lot like harsher with people. I'm not really harsh with people. We just have, we're totally different. And they're flip sides to both of our coins. Um, but she just like doesn't take crap from people and she's sassy and I love it and I love her for who she is. But we're not at all the same. So for somebody to say that like as Geminis, we're the same personality, we're the same person, um or we're the same we we need I, I don't even know let me look up the definition of a gemini hold on we're pausing we're holding gemini horoscope no i don't want the horoscope i just want what is gemini oh my god gemini traits there we go flexible extroverted and clever there's never a boring moment while they're around their flaws include indecisiveness okay wait a minute that is <laughs> 
that's me. Impulsivity, unreliability, and noisiness. Therefore, they don't disclose to Gemini your innermost, deepest fears. Okay, fully disagree with that. I'm really good at keeping secrets. Really good at keeping secrets. Grace is as well. Okay, so maybe that is a similarity we have. Flexible, extroverted, uh, clever. Okay, great. Love that, all, all those things. But that could be anyone, okay? That, um, and then they said the negative traits are unpredictable that's not true at all i'm not unpredictable impulsive grace is a little impulsive but like those are two differences between us sarcastic grace is sarcastic i'm not really sarcastic sly i'm not really sly grace can be sly sometimes but i'm not really sly like we're two totally different people intelligent okay great a lot of people are intelligent that's a good thing agile great a lot of people are agile expressive animated very social amusing independent articulate curious deceptive cunning i don't think i'm cunning at all i don't think grace is cunning at all like i just think that <laughs> i think that a lot of these things can apply to a lot of people and maybe there's some truth into them like maybe there's some truth that yes you know grace and i are both curious people we're both independent people that means we can have just wow differing personalities but we can both be independent people. Okay, great. That's a similarity between Geminis. I just don't think that you can say that you know who I am as a person based on the way the stars were aligned when I was born. I just think it's, I think it's a huge assumption to make about somebody. So that's my hot take. You're not, you're not defined by the stars alignment when you were born. And I just think it's crazy that people, um, that people say that. So anyways, that's my hot take. I don't really believe in astrology. I think it's fun. I have a co-star because I think it's fun. Um, I just don't like when people take it so seriously that like they base their whole lives around it. I just think that can be, I don't know, you know, I just, and I think that I'm just skeptical about it. I'm just skeptical. Um, I think it's, again, it's fun. It's something you can do. If you have, if there, there's truth in it for sure, there can be truth in it for sure. Um, but it's definitely not the be all end all. I definitely don't think there's it's true. I think there's truth in it. I don't think it's true. And I think that if you base your life off of it, that's lame. <laughs> um, but teach their own. If you want to believe in it, go ahead. I just don't judge other people. Like don't don't judge other people because of their signs. Actually, you know what? Maybe I don't think you should believe in it. I don't know. All I'm saying is I think it's kind of ridiculous to base someone's entire personality off of the date that they were born. And I keep saying that, but that's Okay, that's, that's all I have to say about that. I'll be done with it. I'll be done with my hot take. Okay, great. Now we're done with the hot take. Now let's get on to the actual topic. Hey, we're talking about the arts here, which I guess the stars are sort of an art. All right, here are the things. And again, I didn't make a list. I need to make more lists. I have not been writing notes for my podcast episodes recently, and I don't care, okay? If you, want, if you wanted them, no, you, you, can't, you can't get them because I don't have them. <laughs> They're not here. I don't know where they went. And hold on, I got to take a sip of water because my mouth is dry from ranting about the stars. <laughs> okay. There is a Starbucks um, right next to me. And I bought two Starbucks today. One of them, just in case I didn't like the other. <laughs> Guess what? I ended up going with my regular order. And that's, hey, a day in the life. <laughs> oh my God, I got an email notification that my Amazon package is delivered. Frick yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited about that. Okay, amazing. Oh, I can't wait to do that, to, to look at that. Um. Okay, what were we talking about? Yes. Okay, so the industry. Here's the here's the things that you here are the things that you don't oh my god. Here are the things about the industry that suck. 
okay? Number one, the first thing about the industry that sucks, um, the unpredictability of it. Everything about being a performer is unpredictable. Whether you're a dancer, a singer, an opera singer, a um, theater goer, well, no matter what, it's unpredictable. You are going to book a show, that's a theater show, and you're going to be in a job for three months and then you're out of a job for maybe six. You could be in a job for six months and be out of a job for a year. You could be in a job for a year and then be out of it for a month and then back in it for another year. Like you just never know. It's just unpredictable. Yeah. And that goes for singers as well and dancers. Dancers could be a part of a company for a while and then all of a sudden they're not a part of the company. Like, and that can be a little more consistent. But still, something about the arts is just inconsistent. If you're a musician, you might be playing a gig or you might be with a band or you might be with a show for a certain time and then all of a sudden you're off and you don't have a job for a while. So it's just, it's one of those things that's like so unpredictable. Um, and there's a flip side to that, which means you're a little more flexible with your time. But it is so, so, so unpredictable. And like, if you're somebody who needs consistency, you know, you might want to consider a, if you need consistency, if you're just like, I'd like consistency. No, keep going. D do the arts. But if you need consistency, maybe the arts are not for you. Um, because wake up call, it's inconsistent. Um, yes. Um, another thing is the money's also inconsistent. You know, not only are you inconsistent with your time, but the money as well. Like you could be making a crap ton on one job and then barely anything on the other. And part of that for you is knowing, you know, how much money you're willing to take or not take. Um, there's a certain number of like, there's a certain dollar amount that I will not go below when it comes to doing choreography gigs or intimacy choreography gigs or acting gigs, you know? Um, so that's, you know, that the inconsistency, right? Number two is if you want to be in musical theater specifically, you kind of have to be a triple threat. That's kind of expected now. I think not to not to plug this, but when I was in college, when I was in college, I got to sing with Patti Lapone. I got to sing with Patti Lapone. Um, she came to the school and she was doing a performance uh, at the Bartolo Performing Arts Center, and I sang backup for her. I was in the choir with her. And she sang from music band. She sang, um, yeah, we got trouble right here in River City. And we got to go right here in River City. Okay, great. Awesome. I don't know. I don't remember what else we sang, but it was like that. It was like a concert version. And we kind of got to meet her afterwards. She's terrifying and lovely at the same time. And everyone was like, cool, do you guys have any questions for Patty before we go? And I was like, why is nobody raising their hand? And I was like, hey, Patty. Hey, can I call you Patty? Hey, Patty, it's Rachel. Hey, Patty, it's Rachel. Can I ask you a question? And I said, um, how do you, how do I get to where you're at? Like, I think a lot of people want to know, how do we get to where you are at? And she was like, well, I kind of feel bad for young people nowadays because, you know, when I was young and doing like anything goes, being a triple threat was not expected of you. It was, it was an, it was one of those things that like, oh, if you were a triple threat, wow, you were really special um, because you didn't, not, not everyone was a triple threat. And she's like, now everyone's expected to be a triple threat. And I was like, whoa. She's like, I feel, I guess her, um, I guess her advice was like, you gotta, you have to do everything. And that's what I would say is, you know, I, I like that because I like trying new things and I love doing everything. That's why I'm a choreographer, intimacy choreographer, uh, performer, singer, dancer. You know, why, I'm all, why I do marketing and social media. You know, that's – I love that. But for some people who really like to specialize in like one thing, it's harder. 
And basically she was like, you have to be a triple threat. And that's one of the things that like I really do agree with. Like I think you have to be a triple threat nowadays. Um, you got to be really good dancer, really good singer, really good actor. Um, and if you're not that, you got to be a really good singer, really good actor, and then also, you know, do fight choreography or also be really good at a special skill. You just have to be like marketable um, on on paper and in real life. So that's another thing that I think would be really, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's hard, you know, if you're not, if you never trained in dance and now all of a sudden you got to learn how to dance, that's, you're starting from scratch. Same with singing, same with acting. Maybe you're a singer and a dancer and you're not a very good actor or you're a decent actor, but you got to be better at it. Well, you got to be really good at it, you know? Um, so yeah. Uh, the third thing is you hear no way more, significantly more than you hear yes. I mean like a ridiculous amount more. Like the amount of commercial auditions that I've auditioned for in the last week and heard back from is zero. Actually, in the last two weeks is zero. Maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. And I don't even know how many auditions I've submitted for. Now, the good news is, you know, commercial auditions are pretty easy and you get really good at them and you're really good at like pulling them out really quickly. Like I can do a commercial audition in like between like 10 to 30 minutes so you know it's not that much of my time taken up um but for things like theater or acting where you have to like memorize scripts and sides and songs and then perform them in a self-tape set up the camera put all your makeup on pick out an outfit film the self-tape decide you hate it (laughs) redo it all that it takes so long just to hear uh they're not interested or not even to hear anything back at all and that sucks and you know what? I don't mind doing that that often because um, because I like the job and I actually do like auditioning because it means I get to learn more and I get to exercise my voice. And, you know, even if I don't get the call back, I just did a, I did a vocal warm-up. I sang. I strengthened my muscles. I strengthened my acting muscles. You know, uh, same goes with, like, dance calls or, you know, self-taping for dance. You have to rent out studio space. You have to pay to audition. You know, like that sucks. And speaking of which, that goes on to number four. Number four is you have to pay to audition. And that needs to change in the industry. You have to rent out studio space. You have to buy a ring light. You have to buy a backdrop if you use a backdrop. You have to um, have access to all these things in order to audition. Same goes for like if you don't live in New York and you have an audition, you're paying to fly there for the audition. And sometimes you're paying on the first – for the first uh round I recently had an audition where like it was a pretty big tour I really 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 wanted to go to it but I couldn't fly um to the audition to the in-person audition and it was the first round and I was like well I could fly but I didn't have anyone to stay with and I usually do and um I couldn't fly to the audition and if I did fly I would have to like, eat up three days because I couldn't find a flight that was under if I wasn't there, you know, like if I wanted to be there for just a day, it'd be like $400. If I wanted to be there for like three days, it could be 230 bucks, I think. But then I would have to stay with people or get a hotel, which would put it back up to $400, sometimes plus that. And then I would be spending, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, ugh, like working through that in your head and picking and choosing what you're going to prioritize or where you're going to fly to go to an audition. And like, you know, forget about it if you got to fly to L.A. Flying to L.A. from anywhere is so expensive. Um, flying from L.A. to anywhere is so expensive. So, like, it's just one of those things where you're like, if I got to fly to, you know, Atlanta or to New York or to Chicago or to 
LA, like all those things just cost money and you have to pick and choose what auditions are worth it to you. And you're betting on it. It's a wager. It's like, you know, am I going to get it? I don't know, but I'm going to fly there and try, you know. And sometimes it's really worth it if the casting team really likes you or you really want to be seen by a casting team or you're super passionate about the show. And sometimes it's not. And coming from somebody, me, who is not just a perfectionist but somebody who never wants to say no to anything, um, it's really, really tough for me to be like I have to pass on this um to my agent I I hate telling my agent I have to pass I hate it because I want to think I can do everything but you can't you just can't do every audition you can't fly out for everything you can't you know make it to every in-person audition um so yeah speaking of in-person auditions you're waiting around a lot and that sucks and waiting around just to get seen to maybe get a call back to maybe get in the show that takes up a lot of time um And that's another thing is like not only is that time spent, you know, just time is a value. Time is the biggest value, you know, of the biggest value, right? One of them, right? A lot of people put money as like such a huge value, but time is really it, you know? You only have a certain amount of time on this earth. um, And with that comes like time that you spend in auditions or time you spend self-taping, time you spend um, flying out to an audition, right? So you need to be able to value your time and know like what you want to spend your time on and yeah I forgot what else I was going to say about that and I need another sip of water so everyone take a water break and this is not good because I keep having to go to the bathroom even more so like we might have to wrap up this episode quicker than I want to cool did you take your water break awesome uh another downside Um, And look, guys, I'm just telling you all this because you need to know if you want to do this industry, like, I'm here for you. Do it. It's so worth it. If you love it and you want it, it is so freaking worth it. I can't even describe it to you. I love my life. I freaking love my life. I love being a performer. I love going to auditions. But I'm just trying to tell you this because it's a part of the things that suck about it, right? Um, There was something else I was going to say before I, oh, my God, what was it? something about auditioning oh no work jobs jobs your job has to be one that allows you to audition and that can suck for some people some people want a consistent job some people want to work in some people are okay with working in office hey that's not me I worked in I worked a nine-to-five during the pandemic um, because acting wasn't happening and I lived with my parents because I just graduated and I actually really liked my job because it was with media and marketing and I actually got to being in some commercials through it. But actually got to be in a lot of commercials through it. And I booked my first film through it. So like I don't know if that's considered a 9 to 5 job where you just sit in an office all day because I got to be out of the office a lot. Um, But I don't want to do a 9 to 5 job. So I find a job that is more flexible. So I teach dance. I have social media as part of my job. You know, I'm an intimacy choreographer as well as a choreographer. So I do a lot of one-off jobs. So I'm very lucky and very privileged in that sense. However, you need to have a job that's flexible. Whether that's a restaurant job or you work at Starbucks, you work at Trader Joe's, or you work a remote job where you're just doing data analysis. You know, I I tried doing a 9 to 5 with this Um with this um, acting thing. It doesn't work. It didn't work. And maybe for you it can if you work remotely. But this job, and, you know, it wasn't a good fit, to be honest. The, the job was not a good fit for me and was not a good fit for the company. Um, and, it, it, you know, that's a learning experience for me that I 
that there's this particular position could not work with what I was doing. And maybe I could find another full-time nine-to-five job that, that can work. But for this particular position, it didn't. And I don't really need a full-time job right now. Um, I make enough money as an actor and as a social media content creator to not just pay the bills but also kind of thrive on it. And I'm lucky enough that, like, I left my home with a lot of money um, that I'm still sort of using and writing on. Um, because, again, I stayed home for a certain amount of time and I worked. But, you know, that all aside, um, you're going to have to find a job that allows you to audition. And sometimes that job isn't the best. And now my advice on that would be do a job that you like. Don't do a job that you hate. Because you only have the energy, the mental or physical energy to perform at an audition, whether in person or a self-tape, if you have a job that you hate. And that's that on that. Um, Yeah. Another thing is, oh no, blah. Okay, those are like the five or six things that I think are probably the suckiest part of the job. Um, But I want to say, like, if you just listen to all this and you're like, okay, no, I don't want to be an actor. Okay, (laughs) you scared me off. No thanks. No, don't don't be scared because if you love it, it's worth it. I, like I said, flicking, flicking, freaking, flipping. I don't know what I was trying to say. I freaking love my job. I love being an actor I love going to auditions I love being a social media content creator it's so fun you guys it is so freaking fun and if you love it it doesn't matter and your parents are gonna say now by the way if your parents are concerned with you not having a full-time job oh you're not gonna be stable you're not gonna have a stable income you can have a stable income and have a part-time job or you can find a full-time job that allows you to act just depending on what kind of acting you want to do Uh, Whether that's like film, TV, commercial, equity, non-equity, that sort of thing. You can find a job. So stop worrying about it. You will find a job that will allow you to do acting. You can. It's possible because a lot of people are doing it. So don't freak out about it. It's possible. And if you love it, you'll do it. So please, just don't be discouraged by it. Um, All the other great things about it are like you have a flexible schedule. Like I can – I'm sitting home. It's 2 p.m., on a Wednesday and I know you're listening to this on a Friday but it's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday and I'm sitting in my bed recording a podcast because my schedule is flexible because my work schedule is flexible and I I I all those other hard parts about the job exist they're true and like after this I'm going right back to work but this is my break this is the break that I get to take for myself because I make my own schedule because I get to decide when I want to self-tape. I get to decide when I'm um, going to do my job as, as a social media content creator, as a um, as a social media manager, because I do other social media management for other companies um, or theaters. But yeah, so like that's a pro side to it. And I also just love performing and I get to tell people that I'm a professional actor. And it's amazing. And I, I don't want this to discourage you from being a performer because – or a musician or an artist of any kind because – it's so worth it in the end and if someone's concerned like your family or your friends or your parents are concerned with how much money you're making or if you're going to make money just assure them that there are ways you know um my parents have always been very supportive and I've loved them um for that because having a family that's supportive is incredible like all a lot of my family members are in the arts I have eight siblings and like more than half of them are in the arts so yeah but and maybe that's where it started like I'm the sixth of the nine so like you know, my oldest brother moved out to LA like right after he graduated and he was like a talent agent for a while at WME and like now he's a music producer. So like maybe that's where it all started. Um, 
and my parents kind of got used to it from there but I'm very lucky to have the parents that I have in the family that I have that are so supportive um but I just want to say that all that to say it's worth it um and I love it and I love you all (laughs) okay I have to go because I have to go to the bathroom so freaking bad but if you have any questions you guys put them in the comments on my Instagram go uh, DM them to me or actually just comment them on my TikTok or my Instagram posts I love answering your guys questions you guys are why I stay on social media like I'm here for y'all I like sharing my life because it's fun but I like doing it because it helps you all so if you have any questions let me know I love you all keep coming back for episodes Um, I'm sorry about last week and I will talk to you guys later All right. Have a great day. Have a great Friday or wherever you listen to this. Bye.